Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel podcast for the week commencing the 30th of May, 2022. In InfoSec news this week, a new strain of malware, dubbed Chrome Loader, is using PowerShell to add malicious extensions to a victim's Chrome browser for nefarious purposes. Also, a macOS variant does exist using Bash to achieve the same result and targeting Safari. The makers of Chrome Loader ensure the malware is persistent once on a system and that it is difficult to find and remove, according to threat hunters at Red Canary, who have been tracking the strain since early February and have seen a recent flurry of activity. To quote the release, we first encountered this threat after detecting encoded PowerShell commands referencing a scheduled task called Chrome Loader, and only later learned that we were catching Chrome Loader in the middle stages of its deployment. The malicious extension injected by Chrome Loader is designed, once added to a victim's browser, to redirect the user through online adverts, triggering revenue for the attackers. Chrome Loader's use of PowerShell to drop in more malicious Chrome extensions is uncommon, and it seems their developer has found this an effective means of collecting ad revenue by using a legitimate developer command line argument for Chrome. Loading a web browser extension via PowerShell and doing so silently shows a level of stealthiness above the norm as other malicious browser extensions are usually introduced by tricking the user into overtly installing them themselves, often posing as legitimate browser extensions. Chrome Loader achieves initial access into a system by being distributed as an ISO or image file which looks like a torrent or a cracked video game. It's spread via paper install sites and social media networks such as Twitter, according to the original report. Once downloaded and executed, the .iso file is extracted and mounted as a drive on the victim's machine. Within this ISO is an executable used to install Chrome Loader, along with what appears to be a .NET wrapper for the Windows task scheduler. This is how Chrome Loader maintains its persistence on the victim's machine later in the intrusion chain. The persistence is gained through a scheduled task using the service host process, though the malware does not use the Windows task scheduler to add this task. While not using particularly groundbreaking techniques, Chrome Loader has found success in its stealthier persistence mechanisms. It uses a scheduled task, but not by using the Windows native task scheduler to do so. Instead, Chrome Loader creates its scheduled task via injection into the service host, svchost.exe, using functionality from an imported task scheduler com API. Once the scheduled task executes PowerShell and loads the extension, it is silently removed with the PowerShell module invoking scheduledtasks.exe and is often less frequently monitored as an anti-forensics technique. This is a fairly novel method for loading a malicious extension into Chrome that the original author has not observed before, nor has it been observed by the company's intelligence team at large used in other malware. While other bad actors could capitalize on this method, they still need to place a portable executable on the victim machine to ultimately use the load extension PowerShell technique. However, the evasiveness of this technique means it is very much worth keeping an eye on going forward. Security researchers have discovered a new Microsoft Office zero-day vulnerability which is being used in attacks to execute malicious PowerShell commands via the Microsoft Diagnostic Tool, or MSDT, simply by opening a Word document. This vulnerability, currently being referred to by the InfoSec community as Felina, is leveraged using malicious Word documents executing PowerShell commands via the MSDT. This new Felina Zero Day opens the door to a new critical attack vector leveraging Microsoft Office programs as it works without elevated privileges and bypasses Windows Defender detection and crucially does not need macro code to be enabled to execute binaries or scripts, something that Microsoft recently disabled by default. 
Security researcher NowSec found a malicious Word document submitted to the VirusTotal scanning platform from an IP address in Belarus. This malicious Word document uses the remote template feature to fetch an HTML file from a remote server. The HTML code then uses Microsoft's MSMSDT URI protocol scheme to load additional code and execute PowerShell code. The researcher adds that the protected view feature in Microsoft Office designed to alert of files from potentially unsafe locations does activate and warn users of the possibility of a malicious document. However, this warning can be easily bypassed by changing the document to a rich text format or RTF file. By doing so, the obfuscated code can run without even opening the document via the preview tab in Explorer. Multiple security researchers have analysed the malicious document shared by NowSec and successfully reproduced the exploit with multiple versions of Microsoft Office. At current time of recording, researchers have confirmed that the vulnerability exists in Office 2013, 2016, Office Pro Plus and a patched version of Office 2021 with researchers stating that depending on the payload, an attacker could use this exploit to reach remote locations on the victim's network. This would allow an attacker to potentially collect hashes of victim Windows machine's passwords, which are useful for further post-exploitation activity. A post by Kevin Beaumont warns that the detection for this new exploit method is probably not going to be great, arguing that the malicious code is loaded from a remote template, so the Word document carrying won't be flagged as a threat since it does not include malicious code itself, just a reference to it. Security researchers say that the Felina vulnerability appears to have been discovered and reported to Microsoft back in April, but dismissed as not a security-related issue. Microsoft's argument for this was while msdt.exe was indeed executed, it needed a passcode when starting and the company could not replicate this exploit. Subsequent successful exploitation by several researchers have however proven Microsoft's statement to be false. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us if you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.